As we've worked our way through the first chapter of James' letter to believers in Jesus, James has challenged his readers to closely examine their faith. Faith that has been tested for genuineness and passes the test is an opportunity for joy, he says in verse 4. James has discussed the test of prayerful faith, the test of humble faith, the test of enduring faith, the test of tempted faith, the test of grateful faith, the test of patient faith, and the test of obedient faith. He will discuss more tests in James chapter 2, but we have one final test in chapter 1. James writes, If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. The first hurdle we have in understanding this verse are the words religious and religion. In our culture, being religious or having that old-time religion is often seen as a bad thing. Religious people are weird and out of touch. We don't really understand that word. The word James originally used is the word threskos. It's been translated into English as the word religious, but what it was originally describing was someone who closely follows every appropriate custom and ceremony in worshiping their God. For James readers, followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, that meant meeting together. It meant verbally confessing the Lordship of Jesus, verbally expressing their love for their Savior, and more. Acts chapter 2 says, All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. This was more than just believing in Jesus. There were acts of devotion and worship which they performed. And yet, James says, Even if you perform all the sacred acts of worship, including meeting together in prayer and showing up on 9 o'clock on a morning and watching a devotional on Facebook, even all of that, including being used in gifts of the Spirit, such as prophecy or teaching or worshiping in unknown languages, and you don't control your tongue, you have failed the test. This is the test of practical faith. Does your belief in Jesus show up in your daily life? Does your worship on Sunday make a difference in your life the rest of the week? Does it make a difference on Facebook? James will discuss the issue of our words and how we use and misuse our tongue later in his letter. But for now, he wants to know, is your love for Jesus showing up in love for his people? Then James takes it a step further. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Saying you love others isn't enough. Faith in God means caring, actually performing acts of care for orphans and widows, he says. Certainly orphans and widows are included, but from there we can include others who are just like orphans and widows. These were the people in his day no one cared about. They had no resources. They received no respect. They had no standing in the legal process. There are still those today, including orphans and widows, but others as well. And it says, in their distress, in their distress, James says, a true love for God is shown by loving these who no one else cares about in their distress. And don't let the world corrupt you as you do. Don't let the systems that hate Jesus and hate his followers keep you from loving, keep you from practicing your faith. That's our challenge for you, the challenge from James and from God's word. Do you practice your faith? 
Church, let's keep the faith.